Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to your Super Bowl Parade Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Stephen Serta. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, February 15th. I know you're emotional. Let us, man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that, feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. The Kansas City Chiefs are once again Super Bowl champions after a thrilling 38-35 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Chiefs capped off an incredible season with another ring adding to the dynasty of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Mahomes, of course, won Super Bowl MVP to go along with the regular season MVP and continues his unprecedented dominance over the NFL. Chiefs fans will flood the streets of KC this afternoon. The city has released the official route for the 2023 parade, which mirrors the 2020 parade route. Starting at 12 p.m. Wednesday, the parade will roll down Grand Boulevard in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Starting at 6th Street and running the length of downtown and the crossroads before turning on Pershing Road and ending at Union Station. Chiefs fans might want to get there early based on how previous parades have gone in this city. There's expected to be hundreds of thousands of people in attendance. Enjoy the parade, Kansas City. We don't get to do this every year. We'll, of course, have the highlights for you later this afternoon at arrowheadpride.com. Yeah, no, I, I was I was proud because, I mean, I, I talked a little bit, but it was everybody. It wasn't like I was the only person talking in that locker room. And we just challenged each other, man, to leave everything out there. And I, I don't want to say we played tight in the first half, but it, you didn't see that same joy that we played with. And I wanted guys to just know that everything we worked for is for this moment. You have to enjoy this moment. You can't you can't let the moment overtake you. Um, and um, I thought the guys did that in the second half, and they fought to the very end. Um, that's all you can ask uh, is guys to leave everything they have on the football field. Patrick Mahomes is the first player in NFL history to win multiple championships and multiple league MVPs within his first six seasons, and it all started in the halftime locker room at the Super Bowl. While Rihanna was crushing her halftime performance, the Chiefs were making adjustments as they trailed 24-14 at the break. Those halftime adjustments were key in their second Super Bowl win in the Reed Mahomes era. The Chiefs were perfect offensively in the second half. The Eagles could not get them off the field with each of their second half possessions leading to points. The only reason every second-half offensive possession didn't find the end zone is because Jarek McKinnon slid down at the one-yard line in the fourth quarter to set up the game-winning Harrison Butker field goal. Butker up! Got it! It can't be stressed enough the game plan this staff put together to set up the Chiefs for another incredible Super Bowl comeback. This offense with an injured Patrick Mahomes was perfect in the second half with everyone stepping up along with the Chiefs all-world quarterback. 
The offensive line pitched a shutout, protecting Mahomes and holding the dominant Eagles pass rush to zero sacks. We've discussed plenty the up and down play of the Chiefs offensive line at times this season, but there's a strong case if Super Bowl MVP could go to a single unit, the offensive line absolutely deserves it. With the hobbled Patrick Mahomes against the deepest defensive line in football, they dominated from start to finish. Pitching a shutout against this Eagles defensive line is one of the more dominant individual unit performances you'll see, and we'll be talking about the Super Bowl performance of Brown, Smith, Creed, Tooney, and Wiley for a very long time here in Kansas City. There's nothing you can really say to a, a loved one in, that, in a situation like that. Um, you know, you uh, you joke around all the time and say that you want to be your brother in the biggest stage ever, but it's... um. It's a it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, and that team that uh, that team had, had great leadership, great coaches. Obviously, at the it came down to the end, and uh, we got all the respect in the world for those Eagles, man. But um, there's nothing really I could say to him other than I love him, and uh, and he and he played a hell of a year, a hell of a season. Travis Kelsey got emotional after the game, talking about what it meant to him to play his brother Jason in the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, only one team can win, as both brothers were feeling it after the game. Obviously, we're happy the Chiefs won, but there's plenty of Kansas Cityans who will be Jason Kelsey fans after last week if they weren't already. The Kelsey brothers are both no doubt Hall of Famers, and Kansas City will always have love for the Eagles center. Yeah, they were different plays. They're good. My assistant coaches are unbelievable. I mean, Eric beat me with the, with the game plan and the coordinate the thing, and then the young guy, all these young guys I've got uh, contribute. And, um, and, you know, so... Uh, you know, they've all got their spot in which they, they put plays in. And Greg Lewis, David Girardi, I mean, they all added plays in there. And heck, they all work. They never tell me which one does it, but they show these plays show up. Whether it's Wasp or Corn Dog, this Andy Reid staff sure knows how to make halftime adjustments of the Super Bowl. Corn Dog, which will no doubt be the iconic play design to come out of this Super Bowl, references motion from the outside wide receiver, but instead of coming across the formation, it's an attempt to fool the defense into thinking it's a jet sweep. Instead, they turn back to a wide open side of the field for a walk in touchdown. The Chiefs pulled this off twice on the Tony and Sky Moore touchdowns. Eric Bieniemy pointed out to the Chiefs staff that he noticed this design come up against Doug Peterson and the Jaguars from their game during the regular season. NFL coaches grind film for thousands of hours, but when we get a peek at the intricacy and care that goes into it, and you get to see it pay off in a freaking Super Bowl, that's something that's really special. By the way, we need to give our guy Chad Henney his due. Henney announced after Sunday's game he's hanging it up after a long, successful NFL career. Henney walks away with two legendary postseason performances for the Chiefs, coming in for an injured Patrick Mahomes and helping keep things moving. Henney also ends on a run that saw him in six straight AFC Championship game as he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars the last time they made it against the New England Patriots, then of course five straight once he joined the Chiefs. He got two rings, and he'll probably never have to pay for a beer the rest of his life here in Kansas City. Enjoy it, Chiefs fans. These kinds of moments are special and hard to come by. We'll wrap things up with the Chiefs Super Bowl montage. In that way, throwing that way. Kelsey got it. Hurts on a quarterback draw. Nowhere to go. The ball is loose. Sitting on the turf. It's picked up by Bolton. No one in front of him is going to score. The check go right up. The got it in. Touchdown. Quick throw. Tony's got it. Tony walks in. 
Touchdown, Kansas City! Low sinking kick. Tony on the run. Still up on his feet. Tony has a wall. It's another block. Tony inside the 20. Tony still going and he's down to the five. Blitz coming. Mahomes. Man wide open. Touchdown, Chiefs. It's Sky Moore. Mahomes in trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the 20. And he's taken down. Butker up. Got it. Chiefs 38. And the Eagles 35. Six seconds left in Super Bowl 57 regulation. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. A big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. That's the Arrowhead Drive for Wednesday, February 15th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. While you're there, leave us a rating and review. Coming up later today, the Great British Chiefs show returns to recap Super Bowl 57. We'll be dialing things back in the coming weeks to give some guys at Arrowhead Pride a break, but starting Monday, it's mock draft season, baby. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Steven Serta. We'll catch you on the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.